Welcome to today's podcast for Tynings Lane Church in Aldridge. It's great to have you with us as we celebrate Palm Sunday in new uh, ways. Uh, if you're a regular member of Tynings, you'll know we have a tradition of birthdays. Uh, and it, if you are listening on Sunday, it is Royston's 85th birthday today. So happy birthday to you, Royston. And I hope you've uh, found a way to get cake because we know that matters to you. Uh, for the rest of you, I hope you are all staying safe and being sensible. And I hope this gives you an opportunity to worship together with your brothers and sisters from all over the place. Uh, and I look forward to catching up with you all soon. So as we begin our worship on today, Palm Sunday, let's pray together. Lord, as we remember how Christ the King entered Jerusalem to the sound of joyful shouts, increase our faith and listen to our prayers so that we may praise you every day by living always in him. For he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today, instead of reading a psalm, I'm going to read our traditional Palm Sunday reading that echoes the words of Psalm 118. So this is from John chapter 12, beginning at verse 12. The great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it was written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. After he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. It's a powerful and familiar reading to many, but let's pray as we remember this celebration that we share in today. True and humble King, hailed by the crowd as Messiah, grant us the faith to know you and love you, that we may be found beside you on the way of the cross, which is the path of glory. Amen. We're now going to try and sing together. Um, Dave has kindly agreed to attempt to lead worship for us all uh, on the podcast. So feel free to go and look it up on YouTube if you'd like to. But if not, feel free to sing along to Praises Rising. Praises Rising Eyes are turning to you. We turn to you. Oh, history, heart are yearning for you. We long for you. Because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Washed away, 
So Amelia is going to bring us our reading uh, from the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, starting at verse 18. I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the well by the will of the one who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have, who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. 
Who hopes for what is seen? Who hopes for what they have already seen? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through the wordless through the wordless words. And he who searches our hearts know the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those, for those God foreknew, he, all, he also predestined to be confirmed to the image of his son, and he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justifies. Those he justified, he also glorified. Today, we find ourselves living in the strangest of times. Most of us probably feel stuck in the doldrums right now. We cannot meet with the people we want to. When we connect with people, it's not in the ways we're used to. We cannot go freely where we want. We cannot do many of the things we want to do. We're not too sure what the future holds for us as individuals, for us as a community, for us as a country, even for us as a world. We're not sure of what things we once took for granted. But we managed to get all the shopping, medication and supplies that we want and need for ourselves, for our dependents, our loved ones. Anyone else we're trying to help? Although we've only been living like this for a few weeks, it already seems hard to know what day of the week it is or even what time of year it is. So to find that today is Palm Sunday is perhaps a bit of a surprise because it doesn't necessarily feel like a Sunday, or even less so that we could be on the final approach to Easter. So against that backdrop, what can we find out from today's passage? Well, firstly... I think it's a reminder that coming to faith in no way exempts us from fear, pain and suffering. And Palm Sunday is perhaps a good time to reflect that Jesus, welcomed as king by the cheering crowds that lined the streets into the Jerusalem, Jesus approached Jerusalem knowing that he would go on to suffer in the following week. He'd be arrested, judged without trial, beaten, sentenced to death and finally crucified. So if there was no escape for Jesus whom we are followers and disciples of, why should we expect any different for ourselves? Today's passage reminds us that suffering is a universal experience. But equally, while setting that expectation, in the passage, Paul reminds us of a few things. He reminds us that humanity is not as it was meant to be. Humanity is not as it one day will be. The world is not as it was meant to be. The world is not as it one day will be. The world is not as it was meant to be, because humans are not as they were meant to be. The world is not as it will one day be, because humans are not as they will one day be. Ever since creation, the status of this world has been linked closely to the status of humanity. If we were to go back to the very start of the Bible and look in the book of Genesis and the story of creation, which is Genesis chapter 3, we see that when the world was first created, 
the very ground became cursed as a result of Adam's disobedience to God. And if we were to go back a few weeks to an earlier section of Paul's letter to the Romans, which is chapter 5, there we find that just as the world was cursed through Adam's disobedience, the world is also redeemed through the act of one righteous man in Jesus. And so it's not unreasonable to think that if human sin and disobedience have had such negative effects on the earth, then salvation from sin will have a positive effect on the world. As believers, we have three hopes that are presented for us in today's passage. And as we face trials and suffering, perhaps we can persevere and endure through what we face because we have hope. Firstly, we have hope for a new creation. We may see it only very dimly in ourselves now, but one day God's glory will be fully revealed in those of us who believe and follow Jesus at the time when God reveals his true children fully. Creation itself was subjected to frustration when man sinned and separated us from God. Remember that reference from Genesis? Both believers and creation wait for God's day of salvation when the decay of creation will be overturned. And instead, we will know freedom and glory. But while we wait, both we and creation groan. We have a hope for the resurrection of the body. Our hope is for the full expression of our salvation, which will include new bodies. And so while we groan and wait, we should try and do so patiently with confidence. We have a hope for God's help in the present because the Spirit helps us in our weakness. And perhaps we can look forward by looking back. In Isaiah 65, God told us, Behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth, the former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. So while it's not easy to wait on a future hope, especially when the current time is so frightening, uncertain and unsettling, the Bible and the Holy Spirit give us a small glimpse of what is to come and what we can expect and hope for. We hold on to the hope that a future God plans for us and for creation is perfect, and one day will so far outweigh our present suffering that it will all be forgotten or just a distant memory. Perhaps we can liken it to some of those childhood scars and injuries we picked up, which once seemed like they occupied our whole life and consciousness. But nowadays, unless we stop to think, we've perhaps actually rather forgotten them. So when I was finishing writing this talk, I particularly liked an email that I read from the Dean of Litchfield Cathedral. A nice chap by the name Adrian. He suggests that we try and look beyond our current circumstances by making an effort to look at things afresh. And that we might find a new experience of God by starting with being thankful for what we do have and making an effort to pay closer attention to what's around us. He quotes an author I've not read, but who I plan to uh, look up certainly, Tim D. And his take, his personal thing is to take a great delight in the dawn. And he points out that it's always dawn somewhere on earth. So sometimes we see only darkness, but we can remember that somewhere that first splash of light is falling. Every single minute, there's around 21 kilometres of the Earth's surface lit up somewhere and just starting to come alive with birdsong. So while we're facing difficulties and suffering in ways that are perhaps very new to us, let us try and be thankful for the simple joy we find in creation in our friends and loved ones, 
as we try and find new ways of staying in touch and reassuring each other. And having the assurance, the better things await for both us and for creation. But while we do wait, let's try hard and find our own ways to make the present time better for us, starting with God, but then using that experience to try and help each other, especially the most fearful and needy of what is an exceptional time we find ourselves in. Amen. As we reflect on Stuart's words, I'd encourage you to listen or sing along to the song King of My Heart by Bethel. You'll find the YouTube clip in the info of this podcast or below it on Facebook if you're following on there. If you're listening on the phone, you might just want to take a moment or two to pause and reflect on what God has been saying to you through Stuart's words and the reading beforehand. So as we think on Stu's words, let's pray together. Father, we pray to you, Lord of palm branches and of the cross. You understand us and in love you have promised never to push us away. So we pray for people who feel pushed away today. Pushed away from a living faith in Jesus by pressure from friends and family those who feel pushed away by other people in churches. If they do not share the same kind of ideas or ways or attitudes, for people who are pushed out by those who want power, whose main love is to be noticed and to have control. Father, we pray for your church, that all those who trust in you will be made able by your spirit to follow his humility to see and imitate his servant life, to welcome and not condemn. Help your church to be like Jesus. We pray to you, Lord, of palm branches and of the cross, for you know the warm glow of being praised and the loneliness of being hated. We pray for world leaders quick to stand in the limelight and make decisions which affect everyone. Father, as we cling for the hope of answers of what's happening in our world and how we might move forward, we pray for wisdom for those making those decisions. We pray for wisdom for all the medical staff and behind-the-scenes staff in our hospitals, in our care homes, We pray that they may know your grace, your hope and your goodness. We pray for those who are helping to keep our country running in jobs that are often forgotten. Those collecting our bins, those growing and serving our food. Father, may they know your protection too. Help us to be gracious in how we treat all people right now but especially those who have taken the toll of people's anger and distress over the last few weeks. Father, we pray for those who've recently lost someone they love. It's always hard when we grieve, but in a time where the world grieves for what it's lost, and in a time where grief is stifled by the conditions we find ourselves in, The shock, confusion and pain and sorrow of grief is felt even more acutely 
May their hearts be comforted by your spirit. May you help us to show love in new and deep ways. We ask, God of grace, that you will make us more like some of the crowd on Palm Sunday, that we will follow Jesus and give him our praise in the way we live, that we'll turn away from wrong and evil and stand on the master's side, that we will be faithful in worship, the one who has come in the Lord's name, through our singing, our worship, our prayers, our attention, in giving our skills, time and means through the days of our lives and in the offering which we make this day. Bless, we pray, all that is given to your glory and for the good of so many. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So now let's join all our prayers together in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Well, it's lovely to welcome Jane and Shelley to our podcast today to just talk about what's going on uh, with them. So hello there. Hi. So how are you doing? Yep, we're, we're doing okay, actually. Yeah, we're uh, adapting to this uh, restricted lifestyle, but I'm taking a positive approach, not only for myself, but Shelley as well. So we wanted to remember this with fun, not fear. Good plan. So what does a normal day look like now for you guys? Well, it's completely different to the usual day that we're used to, but um, she came home from school with a huge pack of work to do, but um, we managed one day of that. Um, so we, we're not doing home learning in the traditional way. We're actually on virtual guide camp. I found out that Scouts were doing it throughout April, but Shelley got so excited that we're already on day, six, day 16. When I told Shelley, she was so excited. She dug out a tent, pitched it in the dining room, got out our camping kitchen and set that up in the garden. She wrote a kit list for herself and one for Frogo. She planned some activities and even set up a menu. Each day, we both choose different activities. Some days are busy and other days are more relaxed. We always include Frogo and find different ways to keep him stimulated. And I post our adventures on Facebook each evening and it brightens the days of others as well. My weekly walk and talk dog walking, dog walking group continue to meet on Friday mornings. We're now more of a sit and chat as we meet over Zoom. Shelley really loved this idea and suggested that we use it for our house group, which was a great plan because it means that Ruth and Izzy are able to join us from Canada and our friends from up north and down south as well. Well, you've got plenty going on there, Jane, by the sounds of it. You're certainly not sitting still very long. No, no. <laughs> it's a busy day. Yeah. So what's been the best bit about all of this change in rhythm? Oh, the best bit is not being ruled by the clock. Yeah. Definitely. Shelley gets very stressed when she's rushed, so life is a lot calmer and meltdowns are fewer. Yeah. Um, and she also gets to see Tony because of his work commitments. He often comes home when she's in bed or he's home when she's at school. 
so she can stay up now until he comes home and they get to spend time together when he's home during the day. And Frogo's enjoying all the attention as well with the various games, activities and food that keep him stimulated. Plenty of snuggles for him then. Oh, definitely, yes. <laughs> so what's been the hardest bit, the most difficult bit? Um, I think for both of us, the difficult bit has been the isolation. Shelley thrives on social situations and is missing all her friends at school, church, extended family and her best friend, Alice. But fortunately, yeah. through the wonders of WhatsApp, Shelley and Alice can video each other um, and they're actually enjoying playing together. I lose my phone, but they're having great fun. Uh, I'm, as, long, I'm, as long as you get it back, Jane, you'll be all right. I do, I do, yes. Usually with a ton of messages, it takes me ages to read, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm missing my dogs and getting out to all the lovely places that we walk together. Um, but, you know, we're managing. We're keeping our safe distance from people and we're managing. And Frogo's missing meeting up with all his pals as well and his visits. And he's yeah. missing visiting people. He's missing the people contact. So he misses going to school and he misses coming to church. And, yeah, that's a bit hard for him. He doesn't quite get the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite the same for them, is it? No. So... No, he sees he sees them on the computer screen, but then he looks for them out the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that you guys are looking forward to over the next few weeks? Um. Well, my creative flair is going into overdrive at the moment because I'm kind of really excited to see what things I can think up with, think up of. Some of them, some of them amaze me. Um, and you know we're we're just finding so many different things to make and do and just keep mm. our days busy and um with with fun things and yeah yeah wow. Shelley's, yeah Shelley's Shelley's keen to know what's happening usually really keen to know what's happening tomorrow, but he's coping quite well with uh, just dealing with life a day at a time at the moment fair enough. And is there anything that you would like us to be praying for you guys at the minute? I just kind of feel that prayer for families in general, um, that they can calmly keep their children happy and stimulated with minimum stress and just just try and, strange as it may seem, just try and enjoy the time that they get to spend together. Yeah. Now, Shelley, do you want to say anything to everybody? Do you want to say anything? No. No. Yeah. She's gone I'm all sure shiny. She'd say hello if she could see us all. She would if she could see you. She'd have a big smiley face and a big wave for you. Oh well. Well, we hope you enjoy it, Shelley. Okay. Yeah. And give Frogo lots of snuggles from us. <laughs> yeah, she's gone oh. all shiny again. Oh, that's all right. Well, thank you very much, and now we'll be praying for you and all the other families that we know in uh, mm -hmm. this strange time. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. For our final song today, I encourage you to sing I See the King of Glory or Hosanna as it's sometimes known as we remember those events from so long ago that still speak to us uh, today. As ever, listen along to the YouTube clips on Facebook or on the introduction to the podcast. And if you're on the phone, feel free to sing your own version. No one can hear you today apart from God and he will be delighted to hear your song. And a blessing as our Palm Sunday service comes to its end. May the Father who so loved the world that he gave his only Son bring you by faith to his eternal life. 
May Christ, who accepted the cup of sacrifice in obedience to the Father's will, keep you steadfast as you walk with him the way of his cross. May the Spirit who strengthens us to suffer with Christ, that we may share his glory, set your minds on life and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thanks for joining us for worship today uh, on Palm Sunday. Just to let you know, we will have a short service on Good Friday for you to listen to, as well as on Easter Sunday uh, in just a week's time. We've also got videos coming on our Facebook page every day this week with stories for families that help us to journey through Holy Week. If you're a regular member of Tynings Lane, hopefully you've received a paper lantern. Uh, If you haven't, please can you let me know by getting in touch Uh, with me either on the phone or on email if you are not a regular member and would like to join in with that please uh, get in touch with me my email is revgenm at outlook.com thank you all for listening and worshipping with us and we look forward to seeing you all again soon god bless